Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 730 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs>not yet uh induced anxiety or panic in any of our guests so should we feel good or bad about that Welcome to the Superpod HeroCast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Episode 50. I'm Casey Ryan. I'm Todd Panic, And, and we, we watched X-Men The, the Last, Last Stand. Stand. Hey. Yeah. Well, listen. Yeah. Episode 50. Episode 50. Terrible That's movie. something to be excited about. But. Hey. We got a little giveaway to do. We do. This is, so we're halfway through season three. Yeah. 50 episodes, and that's 50 episodes of movies. We've got, if, when you add in other stuff. We, I think we're at like at 62, some yes, weird number like but that. But that's a big deal. Hey. Buddy, we, we did it. We did it. <laughs> right? Holy shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we do have a giveaway. So mm-hmm. we realized... After our first season, a friend of our po- friend of the podcast, a friend of ours, Gene Raganese, uh, who's a very talented, um, I, think, I would describe him, I think, as a graphic artist, graphic, graphic designer. designer. Yeah, um, he works a lot of mediums. He he put together our logo. The uh, the guy with doing the Superman, Superman move there. Yeah. Um, uh, my wife had previously, I think we talked about this. My wife had previously given me a Christmas present a few years ago that was like. The Three Gentlemen of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It was uh, like a sepia-toned pictures of some of the Star Wars guys in like an old-timey getup. Well, he gave us another larger one to give away, and it's um, it looks vaguely World War II-ish, mm-hmm. and I meant to grab it. Hang on. It I is... Okay. Uh, it is a beautiful piece of artwork, absolutely appropriate to hang on your wall. It's that same kind of sepia tone. It's a Stormtrooper, C-3PO... And the fat. Now, right off the bat, let me just say, sure, fuck the fat. <laughs> well, he's a punk ass bitch. Yeah, well, can, we, can we pretend it's it's uh it's uh, it's Mando? Uh, what's his name? They give his name away in the episode. Oh, in, at the end. well, you know what? Some people yeah, might not be at right. the end. So Mando, Mando. Mando. Yeah. That, that was pretty good. Uh, but this is a beautiful uh, piece of artwork that you could totally hang on the wall in your house. It's really, really nice. It's great. So, uh, Gene, our buddy, thank you. Um, check out his stuff on Instagram. It's um, go to Donut, Gen- Donut Gene. It's D O N U T G E N 
underscore E. So we'll when when this episode drops, we'll we'll drop a link to the Instagram there as well with the picture with the picture. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think so. When this episode's drop drops, maybe share the Facebook post when we post the episode, maybe or share the Instagram post. We'll do a share whatever social media you choose to use. Yep. Uh, I'll put out I'll put it out on my Twitter too. Yep. And on any three of those, if you share it out. We'll put your name in a hat. In Thor's helmet. Okay, we can yeah. use Thor's helmet, sure. Uh, and we'll draw it. And if you win, we'll contact you and... Uh, we'll send it to you. Send it out to you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, check that out. Check out Gene's work. Really cool. He did, He's done some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, check him out. Check him out. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you, Gene. Thank you. Oh. And thank you, listeners, for 50. That's awesome. Can we keep talking about Gene and not yeah, have to get to well, this fucking travesty of a movie no, no well we do have something i have something to console you mm, oh yeah who's so, always your friend so since we are guys with beers talking about movies with capes what are we drinking in my opinion arguably the most iconic line from this movie is I'm the juggernaut bitch that's right so we are drinking flying dog breweries uh raging bitch <laughs> a belgian ip i thought we were going raging bitch because of gene Oh, um, you know, it, it's so fitting. It fits Hell both Hell hath no fury. That's right. So Flying Dog Brewery is a gonzo craft brewery located in Frederick, Maryland. Their story goes back like 30 years. Uh, their motto is good beer, no shit. That's pretty good. Um, now, we've previously drank their beer in episode 23 for Wanted. We drank Bloodline, mm-hmm. which was a delicious uh, blood orange IPA, I think. Yes. Um, so this is their Belgian IPA. It's 8.3% alcohol, 60 IBUs. So it's definitely going to have a bite both in uh, alcohol and bitterness. And, uh, you know, again, a uh, lot of fun hmm. at Branching Out. Uh, found this and uh, got to see Joel and Carissa just back from their Costa Rican vacation. Did they show you pictures of the dinosaurs? <laughs> they neither confirmed nor did Jurassic Park. You're wearing your Jurassic Park shirt. Of course they Is Isla Nubark, clearly that's where they were at. Life uh, finds a way. <laughs> so I prepped myself for a bitter beer because you said. Yes. That's surprisingly smooth. It's got a bite, but it's not bitter. The, so the, oh, there it is. Yeah. Right at the end, it's like a little sour. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's it's, good. I mean, it's you know you're drinking beer. It's not like a... You know, we drank some that are that are very sweet, very, you know, maybe almost too sweet. Mm-hmm. This one's, you know, you know what about, you're drinking. You know what's good about this? Because we're talking about Excellent Last Stand, I won't drink it fast. Because <laughs> I want to. Because <laughs> I hated this movie. Yes. I'm not going to be secretive about... So and You know what makes me even more mad? This isn't even the worst X-Men movie we have to sit through. Uh... Yeah, this isn't even. The- I, I'm thinking I haven't seen the one that you you're uh, Apocalypse, right? I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, um, but this movie. Well, okay, let's. So, uh, great beer again. If you're in the Syracuse, New York area, over in Township Five, branching out bottle shop, the finest beer selection in the upstate New York area, in my opinion. So, uh, go check them out. Go see Joel, Carissa, and Barley, the shop yeah. dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, hey, we've got we shoots. We do. Wait a Let me try that again. Where I don't say we shoots. <laughs> Hey, hey, we got reshoots. Do we? Yes. What do we got? Reshoots. Thanks, Bob. So uh, we got an email from what seems to be maybe a new listener. Jason Fanning. Hi, Jason. Welcome to the Army. Uh, 
Yes, he is, because he said, so I'm a little behind and don't know if you've already gotten to this clarification. Just listen to the Mystery Man episode with a phenomenal guest, might I add. <laughs> That's right. That's right. She's a stone cold fox. 100%. <laughs> Respectfully. Respectfully. No. That's right. <laughs> we have both already talked about that we both married way, way up. up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, and the Yiddish phrase the team uses when they circle up is, oh boy, here we go, ready? Geigazotz, I think is what the, that is supposed to say, which means go in health, which makes sense. We're about to go fight Casanova Frankenstein. That's okay, right. Yeah. I'll take that. Uh, then he continues with, thanks for everything you guys have done so far. I love movies, beer, comics, superheroes. So, TSPHC is perfect he's not wrong thank you uh listening and watching along with the pod has been so enjoyable mystery men was always one of my favorite movies no one else had ever heard of it so i was super happy when it was pulled from the helmet keep up the great work thanks jason thanks jason yeah and yes it is a very niche market that knows uh mystery men that, yeah that i feel like that's a that's a mark of distinction like mm-hmm. oh, you know mystery men yeah uh, yeah, good. Oh, you're one of those nerds. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, was that the only one? Yeah, because the other one was we can just say it is yeah. Chuck gave us the explanation of what a tomato, why Rocky was called a tomato, but that's Patreon. Pa- it's Patreon, sure, but it still counts. But yeah, we're. You know, but thanks, Chuck. Thanks, Chuck. All right. Uh, okay, so there's that. That's our beer. Those are uh, reshoots. What's our? Um, what's the score for this? Yeah. So IMDb six point seven out of ten. I said it. Last episode, I'll say it again. Y'all need Jesus. Sixty-seven <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. Six point seven out of ten. Yeah. No, if we went with a, a, a yeah, percentage yeah, rate, yeah. this thing is yeah. going to pass. No. Well, I mean, no. Scraping by by the. It the, still passes. Well, it does. It does. If that was a test score, yes, it passed. Um, so let's talk about some production. So there's okay. a 2006 movie. Yeah. It's the third one in the X Men franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, this. Uh, you know the movies have been successful to this point. Uh, they get a two hundred and ten million dollar budget. This does four hundred and fifty nine million at the box office. A blockbuster. It was the sixth or seventh highest grossing movie of the year. Okay. Um, this is the first one where uh, Brian Singer does not direct the film. So you know he, the story uh, vaguely, but you go. So Brian Singer has always wanted to direct a Superman movie. Also, he loves X-Men, but he wanted to direct a Superman movie. Uh, Warner Brothers had always wanted to do... Oh, no. Warner Brothers approached him, and he went to Fox and said, Hey, uh, I know I've got a third X-Men movie on my contract. I'm just going to go make this, and then I'll come make the X-Men movie. And Fox was pretty much like, No, we want to make it now. So it's either now or never. And he said, Well, I'm going to go make a Superman movie. Bye. <laughs> Which, of the two, he definitely wins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so well, well, he goes to make Superman Returns, right? Superman Returns, and so who goes he, with him? Does he win? He does. Okay. Of the two movies. Of the two, relatively speaking. You okay. know who goes with him? James Marsden. Right. That's why right. he's, he's spoiler only in alert, for, not in a whole a lot of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, this gets written by a couple guys with some, a couple guys with a lot of credits. So Simon Kinberg mm-hmm. uh, has a lot of producer credits, also a lot of writing credits, he writes a boatload of these X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. Dark Phoenix, Apocalypse, Days of Future Past. He directed Dark Phoenix, too, did he not? Oh, you know, I, I didn't look. Maybe. I think maybe. so. Um, he also wrote the script for the fan, for the Josh Trank, 
Trank, mm. uh, Fantastic Four. Um, co-written by Zach Penn, whose first sure. story, Last Action Hero. Yeah. And didn't he do Thor? No, he did um, X2, Elektra, The Incredible Hulk, The Avengers, Ready Player One. Maybe that's Free it. Guy, which I cannot wait. Ooh, is that Zach Penn? Yeah, it's Zach Penn, yeah. Oh, that's um, going to be good. So uh, in Simon Kinberg, so he is clearly a fan of the X-Men and specifically sure. Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, he, <laughs> did it twice. He, yeah, so this is this is you know his first attempt at, at writing a Dark, Dark Phoenix story. The studio heavy-handed in guiding it you know we get this mess oh god you know i you know we haven't seen it but uh nothing no reason to believe that it gets any better with the x-men dark phoenix that he eventually gets to write yeah um and in place of brian singer uh the the directing duties are handed to after bouncing around a whole bunch of people sure a ton a ton of people for how quickly they moved this forward they Wow, they <laughs> went through a lot of names. So it lands with Brett Ratner. Now at this point, Brett Ratner has has not had the scandal that he is associated with today, right? Uh, it might not have come to light, but I thought it had happened. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I mean, in terms of yeah, I'm I mean, in terms of how he is regarded. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, two episodes in a row we got to talk about fucking monsters in Hollywood. But I, you know, I don't even want to do it. Hey, if you want to know what Brett Ratner did. Look up Brett Ratner shrimp cocktail and prepare to be horrified. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So 2011 is when he comes under fire for when his it, remarks about the the Academy Awards rehearsals for fags is his line. He says he outed um, uh, Ellen Page on the set of this movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. He's never, ever, ever yeah. cool. Um, yeah. So though. So this. So. In terms of allegations, this is the earliest allegation, but I don't think it comes out until twenty eleven. It's it's around twenty eleven, around the time of this the Academy Awards. Oh, is that yeah. when Olivia Munn came forward? Yep. Who yep. will join this franchise in a couple that's of movies? Right. That's right. Uh, Olivia Munn comes out later. She comes. That's uh, t- t- November of twenty seventeen. That's only a couple of years ago. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, I think that was uh, uh, actress Sarah Shahi. Oh right, um, that was right, during right, film. Right. She's alleged that the uh, the incidents happened during rush hour three, which is two thousand seven. So it's right around the time. But so again, he is a he's a rising star in Hollywood at this point. So two thousand six, this is released. Mm-hmm. Probably you know production probably two thousand five. So he's like the upwards you know upward traje- trajectory. And yeah, I'm with you. I don't know that we need to go any further than that. No, just look it up if you really want to know. I don't because we did the last episode. Yeah. And it just, it enough, fucking enough. bums me out. So let's not talk about that, but let's talk about the writing. We already got to be bummed out by this shit movie. Let's <laughs> not bring real, real world shit into it too. So one of the things that I saw as I was looking at this, Brett Ratner was not familiar, didn't have a lot of like familiarity with the X-Men This is material. me not being shocked. Right. Um, so he really, uh, he apparently leaned on the writers to really deliver a great X-Men story. So they went to a lot of source material. Mm -hmm. So the Dark Phoenix saga, obviously, in my opinion, probably one of the top three X-Men, classic X-Men storylines, right? Sure. Dark Phoenix, Days of Future Past, and The Brood. In my mind, though, that's X-Men at its finest, all Chris Claremont. Um, Who's in this movie. 
who's in this movie. That's right. <laughs> um, along with a Stan Lee cam- cameo. Well, you always got to get a good old Stan, Stan Lee. Lee cameo. Um, Zach Penn pulled on Joss Whedon's gifted story arc from when Whedon was penning the X-Men comics. Uh-huh. And it and again, it's almost like right out of that. The yeah. Dr. Rayo discovers a cure for mutancy, but it's you know being extracted from a Is it from a mutant in um Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember. I don't I don't think that I don't think that the mutant is identified, but it's like It is from the, a mutant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um and and there's lots of other places. So I shared a link with you which you were already familiar with. I mean the the climax of the film is you know, emotionally the exact same as a uh, X Men story from just a couple years prior, two thousand. It's from uh, two thousand five. It's it's from uh, the Ultimate X Men. No, it's uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Ultimate uh, X Men, uh, subtitled The New Mutants. No, uh, no, no. That's so. It's Ultimate X Men Volume One Forty One, Number Forty One, which came out in March of two thousand four. The story is New Mutants Part Two. Excuse me. That's right. Yeah, story. it's a yeah. new mutants. That, that's li- no, no, no. It's literally that one story is in that one issue. Oh, you're right. It's, it's there's no part it's one. Not, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. It's a it's a play on the, New the, Mutants had been a yeah was the, an earlier title. Yeah. The the Ultimate Universe is so fucking funky to me. Like, yeah. so we'll we'll talk about that story when we get there. But that's just another place. Um, and there's lots of other things they do. The fastball special. I mean, they're just. A lot of things, clearly they were going back to source material. Mm -hmm. I am surprised, much like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I got to the end of this movie on the rewatch, which I'd seen, you know, a few times before. I'm sorry. And disliked, you know, disliked when I saw it originally. You know, I was kind of scratching my head this time. Like, why is this not a better movie? I can tell you why. Well, do we want to go there? Well, well okay. do you have any almost cast? Oh, yeah. yeah. But first, on on the uh, when Brian Singer was still going to direct, mm-hmm. did you read this? No. His writers, Dan Harris and Michael Doherty, were writing a treatment solely based on the X-Men Dark Phoenix saga. No forming of the new X-Men, no cure. Yep. Just Jean comes back, she's Dark Phoenix. It, and Because to be fair, I mean, again, X2, X-Men United, we, you know, Ends with Gene dead, mm-hmm. so you kind of got to get over. You got to you got to solve for that first. Ready? Yeah. <sighs> the deceased Gene Grain returns with a new, more destructive personality called the Phoenix. Okay, it's an mm-hmm. alien, but whatever. Sure. Uh, she would manipulate. She would be manipulated into joining the Hellfire Club with their telepathic leader Emma Frost. You know who's supposed yes. to play Emma this, Frost? I, I saw this, yes. Sigourney fucking Weaver? That we been... didn't get Sigourney Weaver in an X-Men movie. That, she could have played the character she played at the end of The Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. That would have been brilliant. I I mean, yeah. I mean, is, is that what she's doing? <laughs> I mean, basically, she's not in the yeah. you know, the bustier and and you know the, the BDSM gear, but mm-hmm. uh, but otherwise, yeah. Uh a three-way battle occurs between the club who want to take over the world, the X-Men, who want to save their comrade, and Magneto's Brotherhood, who want Phoenix for their own plans, which we kind of get in this movie. Sure. Uh, at the end, to save everyone, Jean kills herself, which is in line with the comics. Sure. Uh, but the, her spirit lives on and transcends into a divine being, which already compared to the Star Child at the end of 2001, A Space Odyssey. Yep. Uh, Singer's plans were also to introduce Gambit. <laughs> you know who he wanted for Gambit? Who? John Wick. Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Really? Wow. Huh. 
Okay. All right. On to other casting. I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if I see Keanu yeah. Reeves. He's no. I don't he's not lighthearted enough to be like Gan- I mean Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. Did yeah, you please. see uh, Always Be My Maybe? The Netflix movie? Mm-mm. Very lighthearted. Keanu Reeves. Really? I think he's like, I've been dark brooding John Wick for three movies. <laughs> can I, can be, I have some fun? I loved him as Duke Kaboom. <laughs> he was great. It was somewhere, his character in Always Be My Maybe is somewhere in between John Wick and, and Duke, Duke Kaboom. Kaboom. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go check that out. So, uh, Gambit was still part of X-Men The Last Stand until this person turned it down. And you won't know who, the, well, yes, you do. Josh Holloway. He was on Lost. He okay. played Sawyer, but he's oh, also... Oh, is he the blonde guy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Problem is, the character he played on Lost was Gambit. Really? <laughs> Literally, from Baton Rouge, a smooth talker. I was like, yeah. smart move. Right. Do- <laughs> and right. he flat out said, no, it's the same part I'm playing yeah. on Lost. Lost. I yeah. don't want to get typecast. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Jason Fleming was considered for Beast. It- he would go on to play Azazel in... Um, oh, okay. In uh, First Class. First Class. Okay. And he was also uh, Dr. Jekyll in um, oh, yeah, The League yeah. of Extraordinary, Extraordinary Gentlemen. gentlemen. Uh, Beverly Mahood was considered for the role of Dazzler. Okay. Uh, Dazzler. There, boy, that is not a character that... that She, does, that, she shows up later. No, yeah, but... But, yeah. She shows up the, in the I perfect mean, way. You haven't seen the movie yet, but she oh, shows the, up in Apocalypse. The, yeah, but isn't it literally like an album cover? Like, Which is the only way she should exactly. appear. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> She's a disco mutant. She's a disco mutant. Yeah, it's, she's yeah. exactly. But yeah. yeah, when she sings, light is projected from her. Like a disco ball. Yeah. Yahoo. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and you think that character's crappy? Let me introduce you to Jubilee. Oh, uh, without yeah, <laughs> sparkles without the music. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Kitty Pride was originally cast as Maggie Grace, another person from Law. She's okay. the daughter in um, Taken. Oh, okay. They're about to be taken. Interesting. You know, the list of people cast in this movie before they were who they are today was shocking. Uh, and the filmmakers discovered that she was too old for the role. Hey, producers in Hollywood, go fuck yourself. Because <laughs> uh, she played, you know what? I'd say based on the performance she gives in um, Taken. Uh-huh. Oh, she, she could play a teenager. Yeah, because when's the first she got Taken that movie? Awkward yeah. movement. And I was like, yeah. "Wow, Maggie Grace, all right, good for you." I mean, Ellen Page is great. Sure, sure. Which is funny that she got the part for this based off of Hard Candy, which I don't know if you've ever seen. I'm. F- I've heard of it. I've not seen it. With um, oh, the Night Owl. What's his name? Yes. Yep. Patrick Wilson. Yeah. As a pedophile, which is ironic. Considering who cast her in the movie, Brett Ratner, who is also human garbage. <laughs> and finally, uh, for for Angel, who, yeah, Jed Bernard, nope, Nick Stahl, sure, oh, sh- um, okay, no, I, I, I know who that is. Oh yeah, yeah, I know who. He and is. Mike Vogel. Mike Vogel is in Poseidon, and he was also in Cloverfield, which you haven't seen. Which I haven't seen. Okay. Oh, is Angel? Oh, I see that. I can he see was that. also up for Captain America. I, I've, I literally thought I'm like that. I feel like I've looked at him before. Yeah. Yep. He's, yep. he was up for. He's been. He's a, he's a blonde haired blue eyed. He's a guy that Ameri- keeps getting American the tra- guy. And yep. then sure. uh, Ben Foster got the part, obviously. 
Yes. So can we can we just for a second, let's just touch on the people clearly early career roles for Eric Dane as as Jamie Maddox, multiple man. Sure. Ben Foster as sure. Warren Worthington the third, Angel. Ellen Page as Kitty Pride, Shadow Cat. Uh and Eric Dane was McSteamy? He's one of the mix. I don't Yeah. Mc, oh, careful. <laughs> McSteamy or McDreamy. I can't remember. Yeah, but I think he's like McSteamy. Unrecognizable in this movie because he doesn't have that stupid beard he had on right. uh, but, uh, but, but, I'm, I'm almost like, let him be clean shaven. He looks, he's a good looking dude. <laughs> but I was laughing though. It like, I'm looking at these people going, Oh my God, I can't, uh, I can't believe, you know, who, Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was funny. Okay. You know, we, uh, the bean got to choose for the second Friday in a row, what movie we were going to watch. And it was big fat liar. Haven't seen that in a million years with, um, Frankie Minas. Right from yeah, ready. Frankie Muniz, Amanda Bynes, obviously the yep. two leads. Paul Giamatti, right. Love Sandra O. Oh, Taron Killam. Taron Killam. Uh, Did you watch Scrubs? Yes. The uh, the orderly that touches their faces all the time. He's uh, he's also married to Kobe Smulders. Um, he's on Saturday Night Live. Now. Oh, Taron. Ki- yes. Yeah. Duh. Sorry. He's married to Kobe. Colby Smulders. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for him. Good for uh, him. Wasn't he also indeed. one of the, he was like the second King George in Hamilton. Yes. Uh, not the second, or, like third but, or fourth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Look at me. Look at me knowing that Hamilton, Hamilton is, is a, a, it's an, it's an opera. Good job. Yeah. Because it's all singing. There's mm-hmm. no dialogue. Good job. You did hey. it, buddy. You saw me hesitate. <laughs> I hope, yes. I hope you leave that pause in there. If you're being like, oh shit, don't say the wrong thing. I totally will. I totally will. Um, who else was in it? Uh, 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 Donald Faison from uh, from Scrubs was in the was in oh, Big, was Fat, in Big Fat Liar. Like, no kidding. all these people, and I'm like, there are so many people in this movie. And Danny goes, Before "Well, this is like a '90s movie." I said this movie was made in 2007. She goes, "Shut up." Was it really? I think. Oh my! Like, no, it's got to be. Viscerally, had that reaction to me. Just shut up. Sorry. Two thousand two. Two thousand two. Still. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Two thousand two. That's still like. Yeah. You know, Donald Faison had done Clueless Le- by that point. Lee Majors. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot Lee Majors is in there too. I don't know that I've ever. Seen, I mean, I know the movie just John Cho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at this cast. It's crazy. Amanda Detmer, who was in. Um, Keenan Thompson. Right. Jaleel White. What? Yep. I told you. It's crazy. Pat and, O'Brien. That's and, funny. By the way, this movie is hot, hot garbage. Big Fat Liars? Oh, it's so bad. Listen, we we no more beating around the bush. I don't. Okay. You know, just. Uh, all right. Roll the film. Now, this X-Men movie does not start with Sir Pat Stews. No! No! Because it started, and I was like, "Wait, where's the yeah, like? They, wh- how do you you they how? they set they? I was expecting I did now again haven't seen this in years and years, but I'm like, well, it's got to start with Charles voiceover, right? Right. I sat down, I'm like, all right, here we go, here we go, because I was ready to send you the drop of space, <laughs> the final <laughs> frontier. frontier. These, nope. Yep. <laughs> don't need to send that to you because it doesn't happen. That's right. So and, and when we get to first class, it's going to start up again. So Brett Ratner was just like, voiceover's stupid. Yeah, 
clearly. That's my clearly. Brent Ratner. Is that what that was? Yeah. Um, yeah, so we don't get that. We, um, So we start 20 years in the past. Hey, remember in Ant-Man, where it starts in 1991, and we see Wall Street level Michael Douglas? Right. That doesn't happen so much here. That's right. That's right. Patrick Stewart looks like he's had really bad plastic surgery. Yeah. And Ian McKellen looks like a fucking China doll. Yeah. It's the de-aging did not. I'm assuming that was digital de-aging. Digital de-aging, just like in um, in Guardians and, and sure. all those. But A, the it technology hadn't been yeah. perfected. B, they had no pictures of McKellen. What? What do you mean they had no pictures? They of had him? no picture. The only pictures they had were black and white because he was just a stage actor at that point. Oh, wow. There were no color pictures of him. Yeah, but. All, you know what they use for Stewart? Huh. Promo shots from season from, one of. of <laughs> I mean, it's two he's years. A fucking vampire, and he but it's two years yeah. before that. Sure. I mean, oh, okay. So that makes sense. Just um, oh my god. So I, I'm, you know, I think there's a lot of interesting things to talk about. I'm not. I, I'm getting less Are interested there? in these beat by beat things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So he gets there, and they want to bring Gene, and Gene suddenly snaps and becomes evil for no reason. Right, right. Well, because it, it, yeah. Because they need it to. They need, they need her to be, they need her to have a dark side, right? <laughs> yeah. We get our cameos of Cl- Chris Claremont is the uh, lawnmower um, man, and Stanley is watering the lawn, water, and the water goes it. up. Got it, yes. That's all we really need to know about this scene. Yep. Then we cut 10 years uh, after that, so 10 years back from present day, mm-hmm. uh, we see a really disturbing scene with a young Young Angel, Warren Worthington III. D- don't care for any of this. Uh, it's pretty, it's a little bit horrific. It's He's basically taking any, he's doing like the Hellboy, grinding down his horns. Mm-hmm. He's cutting his wings off. But, you know, unlike Hellboy, who is this almost invulnerable being, there's flesh and bone. Yeah, and it's bloody and it's. I, would, it's I was surprised that this didn't get an R rating with that. I, I'm sure they were careful in, you know, they don't linger on. Except at the very end, you see yeah, both you, the scars. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, but I'm sure it was one of those, they show enough, but they don't linger there. Uh, but anyways, clearly, you know, the character that we know from the comics, Angel, is... Warren Worthington III. Yeah. Uh, is clearly not happy with his mutant abilities. And even... Then we jump to the... the Not-too-distant future. No, before that, we oh. have the credits. Oh, sure, Even sure. the credits are stupid. Like, the credits in the first two movies are like... The genome and all, sure, and, sure, and the sure. DNA strand, and all stuff. It's people like working on science stuff with Bunsen burners and beakers. I'm like, God damn it! Why are you breaking X Men? Uh, Three movies in, it felt like the J.J. Abrams Ugh. to Ryan Johnson back to J.J. Abrams. Like, no, this is my movie. I'm doing what I want with it. I don't care what you've already done. That's what it felt it like. It really did. Yeah. I mean, well, I'll, I'll get into the rest of sure. the problems as we go. Now, uh, again. There's a you can see clearly the writers they were they did their research well they they clearly knew it and they knew what to pull so uh, Simon Kinberg will later write the script for X Men Days of Future Past which, which is, is a, clearly what this is supposed which to be is, aping yeah and it's so much so I had a moment like wait am I watching the right movie <laughs> until and so we see the X Men in this kind of post apocalyptic landscape well uh, we see. So we'll see a couple X X Men. Yeah. <laughs> like it's Colossus, Kitty. Kitty. Uh well, is, oh, wait a minute. Let's use their code names. Colossus, Shadowcat, Iceman. 
I think that's it. No, there's a fourth person in there. With the, oh, storms. Storms there. in there, right? And, and Wolver. I mean, Wolverine is kind of Wolverine's shepherding them through, around, yeah. right? But there's a fourth. Maybe there's not. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Full disclosure: It's been a week since I watched this movie. Right. Yes, we had to, we delayed our yeah, and I, I data dumped it. Yeah, <laughs> like I'll watch it again, and then I sat down last night and I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I you know, can't torture myself again. You know what I like about this scene? They get so first of all, they they get the feel of the Days of Future Past comic story. Sure. They get that right, and then when we realize that they're in the Danger Room, which is X Men's equivalent of the holodeck. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly done, and it is, you know, I, I'm, I'm even the I was Sentinel like, oh, look like a Sentinel. Yeah, but I was like, oh my god, this is again. So here's the thing: they're getting right. They know the source material. They're respecting it. They're bringing it in. Mm-hmm. I'm liking it now. Uh, Storm confronts Wolverine. You know, he's he's changing the rules, right? He's trying to get them ready for the the dangers of the real world, right? Which is, I'm well, assuming, a reaction to. What happened? Gene, with Gene dying at the end of two, right? Like, the, right. They, they can't be kids. They need to be ready, right? Right. Which makes sense, except for only one of these people were there for the events of X two. Colossus was off with the kid. Sure. Well, Kitty wasn't even a character well, yet. Wolverine. Well, no, no, she was because she falls through the the bed. Remember? Right. But she's with Colossus. Oh no! She's yeah. Not, oh yeah. She's not at Al- at Alkali Lake. Oh no! 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 Yeah. Wolverine is. I mean. This is right. about Wolverine's loss, mm. right? This is him dealing with his loss of Gene. Sure. Um, uh, so, you know, we're in this post post X Men Two world. Mm-hmm. Um, we you get know, the beat. Was the I'm trying to remember. Was Beast was not in? No, he hasn't been introduced yet. So we get we get Kelsey Grammer <laughs> as Beast, <laughs> who he says this is one of his favorite roles, and he's great. He's so and, good. And when they let him fight, he looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a he's a fit dude. He's yeah. He was like a football player in college, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. Something he's like a that, big. Yeah. He's, he's a, a big, big he's boy. Yeah, clearly a big frame guy. Um, you know what my my main problem with this is, and it's the next note that I have. Yeah, everyone is so pissy. <laughs> like I understand they're dealing with the death of Gene, but a how much time has passed? That is unclear, mm-hmm. and that's that, a that simple un- unclear. It's sure. a simple line of dialogue, right? It's been six months since right. the events of Alkali Lake, and it, was only it feels last like it's Tuesday. Yet, right. and it feels like yeah. yesterday. You know, yeah. boom! Hey, I helped. You know, right. yep. It's just it's unclear. So when everyone's just infighting with each other, I'm is just it, like, why is it are because you? it's still raw? Or we we? Don't I know. honestly sure. think it's because Brett Ratner wanted more conflict. Sure, it sure. doesn't can... feel like it is everyone dealing with grief. It's like Brett Ratner being like, look how fucking edgy I'm making this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like him with his leather jacket and his <laughs> shrimp cocktail. Yeah, so, yeah that's funny. Uh, all right, so um, Mystique has been captured by the federal government. They're trying to use her to get to Magneto. Another of course, that guy actor, uh, who, the, uh, Anthony Held, Held, Hi, um, the guy, the guy that's inter- that's uh, interrogating her. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, is he supposed to be Gyrich, Henry Peter Gyrich? No, someone else. He's oh, not Trask. Really? No, Trask, uh, Trask is mentioned is, by Tr- name. Trask is a dude from Terminator or Predator. Oh, they turned Trask African American. They did. Yeah, he's the he's the black guy. This is how little I paid attention. Uh, is he in Predator? He's definitely yes. in Commando. No, he's in Predator. He yeah. shaves with the yep. with the Bowie knife. That's yeah. right. That's right. Oh no, he shaves with a bick. He's got a. He's got the bick. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
Bill yeah. Bill Duke is his name. He's trash. Mm-hmm. Um, but Anthony Held healed Heil. Oh, he's he is he's the Hannibal Lecter's nemesis yeah. in Silence of the Lambs. He's arguably who he goes to eat at the end of the movie. I'm having a friend for lunch. Anthony, oh yeah, Anthony Heald, yeah. Heald, yeah. is that oh, Okay. Yeah, oh, so he's not named. He's FBI mystique interrogator, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think he's in it because he was also in Red Dragon. Is that what Brett Ratner did? Brett Ratner did one of the... Oh, maybe, maybe. And it's like a little like, hey, you're in this, come That's on, a, be yeah. in this. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, <laughs> the president is a that guy actor. Yeah, we get a new president. <laughs> he, um, so I know him from. So enough time has passed that we have a new president. So please tell oh, me. Oh, sure. That's how right. much time has passed in this movie? I, I don't. It's so it's, fucking frustrating. It's indeterminate. Yeah, Joseph Summer is the mm-hmm. president. Uh, he, my favorite role of his. Uh, did you ever see Nobody's Fool with one? Mm-hmm. I think it's Paul Newman's last movie. Yeah, it's one of his last. Yeah, uh, he plays like the the no good son of jessica tandy mm-hmm. um yeah yeah i mean he usually plays it, it, it was he, very odd that he wasn't smarmy in this. right that's right he doesn't have much to do to be smarmy but you're right that's what he usually that's mm-hmm. usually his role um yeah so they're trying to 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 track down magneto and of course mystique is really not giving him anything now we get a we get a little bit of a of a teaser they show Beast something that she stole from the FDA. They don't tell us what it is. We don't see what it is, but we see mm-hmm. Beast's reaction, and he like he's visibly shocked. Sure. Um, I love I love Beast's introduction. I will point out with him hanging upside down reading Scientific mm-hmm. American, and he, which is right out of like that's early comics. Sure, that's in, how fact, Beast would like just hang uh, around. That's in like literally that's almost a pan. I could find the panel shot oh, pre blue. Yeah, pre-blue, right, yeah. yeah, where he's in the danger room. He's hanging from either like a like a trapeze or a ring. Right, they and don't. He's reading. They don't bring that up, but it's it's warranted to say, and they fix it when they when we get to first class. Yep. The reason Beast is blue and has fur is he was he was trying to find a cure for your mutation. Sure, sure. And he accidentally accelerated his uh, mutation again and turned himself into a more beast-like mm-hmm, form. Because originally yeah. he just had big hands and feet and was super agile. Right. Yeah, he had the strength. He had all this. It didn't oh, change his physical abilities. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, his appearance became more. His appearance. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did skip over Scott uh, cementing. He is an asshole in these movies. Oh, I missed that. Was that in the danger? No, it's after the danger room when he tells them, you know, you missed class. And, oh, sh- and, yeah. he, and at the end of it, not everybody heals as fast as you, Logan. Dick, <laughs> like, got it, and it it bothers me because, and that's not this isn't Brett Ratner's fault. Scott is not an asshole in the comics. He does not at this point in the comics, right? Well, actually, now, well, now, well he, he is right. Early, he, he's a flawed hero. Yeah, I guess I'm I'm looking at Jim Lee era. Yeah, where yeah, he yeah. had the doubt. That's that's my favorite Scott is the one that was like, "Am I a good leader? Am mm. I doing the right thing?" That's Const- a different characterization. I and- really like that that Cyclops much better. Got it, got it. So the so and again, I think we're so imprinted by the era that we read these stories. Mm-hmm. For me, the Claremont Cyclops, where he's like, he's almost the mutant Captain America. Like, sure is, yeah. You know, like that's my pirate for me, boots and all. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> uh, that's my that's my Cyclops. But I get it. That's your yours is when that imprinted. Well, on and, and 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 I, I he is doubtful because the events 
well, are they counted at that point? I can't remember if what's that? If the events of the Dark Phoenix saga continued on into Jim Lee era, uh, I can't remember. The problem is, uh, you, it, the, 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 the problem is, comics are a fucking soap opera. Y- yeah, yes, with so many like world shifts, and I don't mean like literal world, but I mean like just like sea changes where you know new writer, everything gets flipped around. We're gonna mm-hmm. do our take on it. Sure. Um, yeah, it gets really hard. I think. I really think you have to separate them into eras because right. I don't they don't track. But I seem I seem to remember that that counted in Jim Lee's, and that's where his doubt comes from that he lost Gene. Gene, it uh, was it was a good story time. Okay, All except right. for the part where he tried to fuck Psylocke. Oh my! All right. Yeah, while he was full on like engaged to Gene. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So then we're back at uh at the X school. Mm-hmm. Um, Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. It's not children; it's youngsters. Youngsters, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, Professor X is lecturing the class. We see a video now. He's lecturing on the ethics of mutant powers. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, we get a video clip of Doctor Moira McTaggart, mm-hmm. a character. Again, they clearly were pulling from the source material. Sure. McTaggart is a character that has long, you know, Didn't literal she date. Lo- well, their child is. Oh, uh, right. Legion, right? Right, 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 yeah. right, right. Um, yeah, romantically involved with Charles in the years before the formation of the X Men in the school. Um, She'll show up again. So she will. That's right. Um, now, so something happens that my note says uh, Professor X senses a disturbance in the Force. Yeah, when Patrick Stewart, <laughs> something's happening. That's exactly what it is. He dismisses class. Did you catch the kid that turns on the TV? No, it's the kid from X Two. That's. Flipping the channel. Is it really? It's the same actor oh, and everything. That's funny. I think the his character's who's... name is Leech. But... No, Leech is Jimmy. Jimmy. The the one who that they're getting the cure from. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Excuse me. Um but yeah, it's the yeah. same it's the same it's actor. Just, that's so funny. Like, hey. The kid that Wolverine uh sees and he's changing mm-hmm. the channel by blinking his yeah, eyes. Don't you sleep? Yeah. I don't sleep. That's right. <laughs> um so uh you know, again, we, we to your point. There's there's turmoil, right? Professor X tells Storm that he has intended for, or he's intending her to be his successor, mm-hmm. and not Scott, not Sky. So continuity problem here. Sure. When Professor Xavier starts this scene out there, the clouds are coming in, and he's like, "The forecast was for sunny skies." And she whites her eyes to be able to change. Why weren't her eyes white when she was making the clouds? I don't think if she we, was making the clouds. She was. She was she was sad about Jean's death because oh apparently in Storm's timeline it happened yesterday, God. but in the president's timeline it happened three years ago. It was a prior it's administration. Uh, God damn it! Is mm. it because yeah? So so here's here's every time like if she we cre- it, she creates weather. Every time that she consciously creates weather, is it different if she's not? If she just doesn't realize she's, she's doing it. Yeah, she's melancholy Cause, and because isn't yeah. she listed as a level three mutant in this movie? I can't remember. If they uh, say I know. So we they went use the over term class. Class. Right. Yeah. So um, there's there's a reference to class three. Class five is is apparently what the omega level mm-hmm. mutants are. Um, but I don't think we get a we don't we don't get a read on Storm. Okay. Uh, but Beast shows up at the school and he he tells them what he learned. Uh-huh. They've basically found a cure for mutation. Right. There's but not a, before he and Wolverine get pissy with each other. That's right. For, no fucking reason. That's right. Um, again, conflict, right? Uh, so now we see a press conference on Alcatraz Island. Alcatraz Island, why? It's literally, so I have a note later, when they go there, 
they have to cross the country. Uh-huh. At first, I was like, oh, is it? Is that Ellis Island? And I'm like, no. no and then I'm like, Golden Gate there's Bridge. Golden Gate Bridge. And there's a reference to Alcatraz. But I'm like, why? Like, clearly, they wanted the visual of Golden Gate Bridge. Because this happened in the comics. Magneto did the same thing. Got they were it. using... They were using it for something else, and he he, lifted he took it up and, the bridge, yeah. to, and this yeah. whole section was supposed to happen. This is where uh, Mystique was supposed to be being held at, at Alcatraz. Oh, interesting! And Brett Ratner moved it to the end because it would be more cinematic. It was at the end. Sure, well, doesn't matter either way because <laughs> I'm tired of there only being three landmarks that uh, superhero events happen at: that's Statue of Liberty, Alcatraz Island, and and anywhere in Washington. Anywhere. I'm just like, <laughs> got it. Got can it. we? Can, On your you left. know, there's this all. All these other parts of the country. That's right. That's right. Um, Maybe something happens in Florida. So uh, at this press conference, um, we have Angel's father, Warren Worthington II, another that guy actor, Michael Murphy, Mm -hmm. who was the mayor in Batman Returns. Sure was. Um, So basically announcing what we already know. So he is a man who walks between two worlds, DC and Marvel. That's right. That's right. uh, so now we see Magneto, of course, is on the loose. The government's after him, and now, he is using. Go I'm ahead. sorry. Did you watch any of the deleted scenes? No. no. Why spend more time on this movie? No, I did not. I did. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm a glutton, glutton for, for punishment. punishment. When they hear the announcement, uh, when the when the mansion hears the announcement, it then shows Pyro hearing the announcement too, and he goes to Magneto, and he's like, "They've announced it." They shot it four different ways. One with him looking like he does in the movie. One with him with a big scraggly beard. One with him with a big scraggly beard and long hair. And then I, I, one, I think he's wearing his helmet to protect himself. Got it. Imagine being oh, you Ian mean McKellen. Magneto? Oh. Yeah. Going to the premiere and being like, we spent four weeks on this shit. I had to, I had to put that stupid beard on. Sure. And it's not even in the goddamn movie? Ratner. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Magneto is using the news of this cure, air quotes, for mutancy um, to basically recruit recruit followers. He's going to rebuild the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Two things in this. Did you catch the guy that was crawling on the wall? I did not. Felt like Toad. It did. I saw a note of that. It is not Toad. It is Enol, which is another kind of lizard. And I think oh, okay. he's an incredibly minor uh, X-Men. He's like the most Easter egg of Easter eggs. Yeah. Um, and all, yeah. Uh, he comes out in 2003 in New, New Mutants Volume 2. Oh, he's openly gay. He's a reptilian mutation. He has wall crawling, a prehensile tongue, and adaptive camouflage. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so def- definitely not Ray Park, mm. uh, Darth Maul, I mean Toad. So. Oh. Yeah. And the other thing, a little bit of levity in this movie. Yeah. When uh, Calypso. Calypso? Callisto. Callisto and androgynous character and... Uh, Arclight? The female or the male? Yeah. Arclight. The one Arc- who does the, the boom. Yeah, yeah that's Very adra- androg- androgynous Very so. to, her, to yep. them. I'm, I think it's purposely done that way. Uh, okay. Maybe Brett Ratner's trying to be like transvestites or mutants i don't know i feel like it's some sort of hate thing okay it's yeah, that's, how, that's how you're reading it okay and uh the, he is one who no it's still the same universe it's still marvel he's in uh he's in humans the guy with the spikes that is so he should be quill who's mm-hmm. a who's an x-men character he is 
the that character is named Kid Omega, mm. who is a who has telepathic abilities, to, uh, an X Men character, but shares no similarities with. With so Brett Rander just wanted to use the name Kid Omega. Uh, uh, apparently. And he should be Quill because he has these Quill powers. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays, yeah, he's Karnak in the in humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, when they're like, well, how come you don't have a tattoo? You know, where's your mark? And Magneto lifts up his thing and shows his concentration camp number. And you're like, I have been marked once, my dear. And let me assure you, no needle shall ever touch my skin again. Well, thank you for bringing this movie down to a serious level. I mean, uh, again... Look, you've got the you've got the raw elements to make a good movie. You've got mm-hmm. phenomenal actors. You've got a res- clearly a respect for. Uh, so I'll, I know who I blame for this. You know, is the studio. Right? Yeah, sure. You know the the studio's um, you know desire to shove it all this in one fi- fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, you know. Um, so the Wikipedia page had some really interesting take mm. on what. What Simon Kinberg was going for, what they, what he, lo- basically what he lost. Sure. On. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. I and somebody looked up. I saw in the notes that uh, his number, mm-hmm. uh, Magneto's number, yeah. would have put him in Auschwitz. Which we, is really just dark and fascinating to mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, that, that is going to be fascinating when they bring them into. Because he the can't MCU. be, he can't be it, right age wise. It it will make no sense. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I do unless like, it's something with uh, with Doctor Strange and the multi the multiverse, multiverse of madness. madness. Like they like, jump ahead into the future thirty years. Yeah, uh, like or that the, the Holocaust didn't happen until this point in history. So then it. I yeah I, I don't they know if they could do that. Do that. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm just I'm spitballing. No, I'm I just think, saying. I think that like the Rwandan gen. I think Colin's idea was yeah, that works yeah. great. You know, if you're making him African American, then great. There's plenty of uh, atrocities there. And, you know, make him uh, cheaty. Yeah, that's right. That, that, mm. Yeah, no, no, that's Professor X. Right? Professor X. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's see. Uh, we see a convoy Ugh. transporting the president. Do you know who I am? I'm the president of the United States. Oh, Mr. President. Shut up. A little girl? Let me down. I'll be a good girl. Please let me go. Keep it up. I'll spray you in the face, bitch. That is a funny scene. Um, in, in, well, I mean, listen, it's... Yeah, yes, the, scene, the scene's funny. The scene's funny because it's, it's clear that Mystique's fucking with his guard. And then, of course, the guard... Oh, the, the, the little girl. You know my least favorite thing in movies? When little kids get creepy. When I get out of here, I'm going to kill you myself. It's that's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, so now we've got uh, Beast going to Alcatraz. He's basically going to see the lab where they develop this cure. So this doctor that will that is Doctor Rayo, who is a character right out of the gifted story arc from Whedon, and she's a uh, she was on Twenty Four. Oh, I don't know the actress. Do you oh, know? and she's also the admiral in uh, Star Trek Beyond, the one that says, you know, to to uh, Chris Pines Kirk mm-hmm. there's an admiral ship here for you which is one of my many problems with that movie I'm like hang on he's been a captain for like five minute, years yeah. and he's getting an admiral ship is that what it's called an admiral ship am I using that correctly admiral uh, oh Admi- you mean like the, the, the rank becoming an admiral oh would it be an admiral ship an admiral T I don't know I'm, I'm not a navy a- guy I don't know Air oh Force. Do, do you not have admirals in no that's the that's a navy no we have generals generals yeah well, yeah, I mean, yeah. That, so that's, flag officers, it's admiral in the navy, it's general in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the army, in the army the, Marines, Air Force. So the navy just gets their own. 
Fuck you, we're the Navy. <laughs> Different traditions. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Yeah, and that's what Star Trek has always gone by. It's, sure. Oh, oh yeah. It makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Um, so the, this drug is developed really from a boy, Jimmy, who, who is Leech, based on a, a comic book character who has the ability, in his presence, mutant powers are suppressed. Sure. So it's, it's just right. Um, and in fact, as Beast goes to meet him, as he reaches out to basically shake his hand, Jimmy's hand, uh, Beast's hand starts to transform from the fingertips up back into a normal human hand. And it, Pretty and solid it rattles effects. him. Yeah, it, yes, it looks phenomenal. It, look, well, 200, no, no, wait, 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 wait. It that, doesn't look phenomenal. That it, looks phenomenal. Solid. That looks phenomenal. Not every effect looks good. That yeah. one does. I don't like how, I don't like the, the weird um, standing palms up levitation flying that Gene will do at the end. Which Eric did in yeah, Emperor Palpatine. Did. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but that effect looks great, and uh, Kelsey Grammer, great actor, plays sells great, the shit out of it under it a pound him. and a half of makeup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so now Cyclops arrives on motorcycle back at Alkali Lake. You know what my notice? The flare on Scott's jeans is out of control. Oh, I didn't even notice it. When is he's that? standing there, when he's hearing the voices, yeah, and he shoots it. There's a full body shot of him. I mean. They are borderline bell bottoms. Really? I'm like, right, we used to wear some stupid ass jeans in the boot, boot cut. He's on a bike, right? Oh no, but these are like way beyond boot. All right. Cut. Uh so yeah, so he so Scott rages, he blasts the water. Did um, did you feel like that blast is what like freed her from something, blah, blah, blah. I don't I don't think that I don't think it there's anything Am I just beyond looking? it. I, yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think you can make whatever you want of it. I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything uh, underneath it. So Jean's there, and uh, she was able to suppress his um, his optic blast into his eyes. Yeah. So she's able to see him because if we, you've got those baby blues that James Marsden has, you got to right. show them off at least once in this franchise. That's right. And again, out of the comics, you know, when Jean does become dark. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. She does at least one point I can remember. Do the same and, thing. She does the same thing where he cannot blast her because she is holding back the 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 concussive blasts right. from his and, eyes. And you know, the only reason he can't Scott should be able to do that on his own. He was in a car accident. Right. And had right. a head injury. Head injury. He and lost the ability what, to control lo- it. Sure. Yeah. But she's literally just through like pure brute strength holding back the, <laughs> right. the blast. Um, uh, they start smooching, and then she becomes a vampire, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. that's like she turns, right? I remember seeing this movie. They announced because they, the Warner Brothers announced the cast of Superman Returns, and everyone's like, "Wait, how can right. how can James Marsden be in both these movies coming out in the same year?" And like, hold my beer. And <laughs> no, Fox had to be like, he'll he'll. Uh, I can't remember how they put it, but it was pretty much like he'll uh, he's filled his obligation for this movie. <laughs> And we're all like, oh, okay. We didn't even think, like, he's yeah. not in a whole lot of this movie. He's, he's spoiler, not. That's the last time we're going to see Scott. That's right. That's right. Um, and, in fact, the scene ends abruptly. So abruptly that back at the school, both Wolverine and Professor X react to something. Uh, this is very similar to what we'll see in Logan, I feel like. Because both Storm and everyone's kind of, like, on edge with something that's going on in professor xavier's brain oh and oh, they and both storm and logan start running towards like what's going on i don't know but they know they need to get to the that, professor oh that's what so he professor x is feeling it and like the echo and, and is it's echoing out got it. okay because it felt like that the whole sense. school 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, like they turned on the PA and somebody did the nails on the chalkboard through the whole school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. So uh, Wolverine and Storm get sent to Alkali Lake. But before they go, they decide to change both their outfits. That's, well, listen, it's you know, really important that you get to Alkali Lake, but make sure you put on. And if if they both were wearing what Storm was wearing, I would be like, okay, it's like reconnaissance suits. Sure. Let's put those on. But he changes his shirt. He's wearing one shirt, and then he changes to another dress shirt, and she changes into that. I'm like, hang, hang on. What? <laughs> Stop it. So after a costume change, they get to the lake, and they see they have arrived at Dagobah. The rocks are floating. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Put your weapon. <laughs> uh, and they find an unconscious gene, but no sign of Scott. They just find Scott's floating... Oh, that's right. The, glasses. Because that's, that's right. not ominous. Yeah, no, it's nothing to worry about. Now we get a data dump from Professor X. And in, in, frankly, we, in my opinion, the weakest bit of writing, like Professor X just knows this. Mm. So when at the end of X-Men 2, rather than the water rushing in and basically obliterating her, her body put a protective cocoon around her. And that's why I was saying, I think maybe when he shot into the lake. Oh, it broke the... Broke the crystalline. Maybe. I mean, like, he's hearing her voice, her psychic voice before that. So is she, like, restless and dreaming, and that Mm -hmm. breaks it? Yeah, maybe. Oh, that's... Sure, it's just as good. Let's go Let's go with that. Um, So we learn a bunch of stuff from Professor X. Gene is a... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, Gene is a class five mutant, which must be the, the... the stand-in for Omega level mm-hmm. in this movie, right? Sure, sure. Um, oh, and we also find out that it back in the church scene, Magneto's the only Magneto and Pyro are the only classified mutants there. May, Pyro's a class five. I thought that's what Callisto uh, said. Oh, Callisto, what? And that's she, not one of her powers in the comics, right? Callisto can't. She's not she, like a living cerebro, she's right? A, she's got. She's a track. She has like the ability to find. She mutants. can. Oh, okay. So she is a living cerebro. Uh, I'm ninety five percent positive. I do like while we're paused yeah, while you're yeah. looking that up. I like every time the X Men and the New Brotherhood square off. Yep. It's Storm and Callisto fighting almost every time because that's. What happened in the comics all the time? Because yeah. oh, yeah. Storm was leader of the Morlocks she beca- for a while. She becomes leader of the Morlocks by defeating Callisto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, that transition from Storm with the full head of hair to Storm with the Mohawk. <laughs> Mohawk Storm. Is, Mohawk Storm's awesome. We're going to get it in that terrible next one movie, but we'll still get it. Um, boy, I could have sworn that I remembered. I could have sworn that I remembered she had the ability to basically sense mutants but i'm not seeing this in any of the in any reference stuff but okay boy if i if somebody else remembers that some somebody uh hey let me go to the marvel wiki just out of curiosity earth 616 uh, no i guess okay okay i mean well she's also a speedster for no reason yeah that's also not comics i mean she's kind of like almost a mini wolverine in the comics. Right. She's, she's got a healing factor. Healing factor. Not as powerful as Wolverine's, but no. healing factor enhanced senses. No one's senses. Is as powerful as Wolverine's, right? Not even Sabretooth. Uh, Sabretooth. Dead, Deadpool. But his is like artificially induced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actual comic, not in yeah. the... In the <laughs> right, right. That's the only bit of Deadpool that I'm like, oh, it's a little bullshit. Well, everyone has the mutant gene inside oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's, that's fundamentally not at all how... <laughs> 
adaptation it works. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, Professor X also shares that um, basically in the callback to that first scene 20 years ago, mm-hmm. Jean's powers were too great for her to control. So Professor X in a, an interesting, you know, we first see the modern Professor X in this movie talking about the ethics of using mutant abilities, specifically talking about telepaths mm-hmm. and, you know, what does morality look like when you have these abilities? Clearly, this was a not quite so morally evolved Professor X because right. he basically um, put up psychic barriers to kind of cordon off her abilities. So she didn't have access to her full abilities. As a result, she forms a split, split personality who is called blah, blah. Phoenix, Phoenix. Right. This scene is really where, like I wrote it earlier, but this is where I was like, why... Is everyone so mad at each other? Like I was expecting Logan no drama. to punch Professor Xavier out of his chair. I mean, so here's the pr- here's the problem. Well, I guess so maybe so- if everything else leading up to this hadn't been so confrontational, this scene would have made more sense because I see why Logan's mad because yeah. it's you know he says you know, sometimes when you cage the beast, the beast gets angry. You have no idea. Sure. That feels like very much like, hey, this yeah. happened to me. So I, here's my problem with this: if you so that isn't that is a that is a story angle worth pursuing, right? Yeah. So does Professor X have something he needs to atone for? Now you could argue that I mean it, it's, we're in the movie, so Professor X dies in this movie at Gene's hand. So in literally the next scene we have with him, sure. So he doesn't have time to atone. Well, what I'm saying is like, is that supposed to be, you know, you you know, reap what you sow, except we don't ever explore the concept ever anymore. That would have, no. I think that would have been a better movie, um, it, which, you know, we'll get hints of that in Logan, right? Like this, you know, the carrying the weight of what he, of what Charles did has impacted both him and Wolverine, right? The mm-hmm. legacy of that. Um that would have been a better. Uh, that arguably Anything, would have been a better story. Yeah, there, there's, uh, right. So, so that's the problem with this. I, I think that is the fundamental flaw in this movie is that the script, wa- the story is too broad and unfocused. There was plenty of stuff that they could have pulled from. First of all, if we ever got a, if we ever got a good Dark Phoenix movie, I mean that is worthy of any. And I don't think Marvel Studios has touched it anytime no, soon. No, but but listen. You, that underlying source material is phenomenal. The, the, I understand in Dark Phoenix it is an outside force, which is weird because in Apocalypse she does the the Phoenix yeah. thing, and I was like, no, god damn it, it's not her, mm-hmm. it's a alien entity. It's this Just like cosmic force. Pick up yeah. a fucking comic. Yeah, 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 and it's much more interesting than. Um, oh, what's the dissociative or no, dissociative identity disorder? Oh, is that Split personality? That's yeah. the official term for it. Sure, sure. It's much more interesting. Yeah. We have a movie in the helmet that deals with dissociative identity disorder. Oh yes, we do. Yeah. And that's fine. Sure. With with an X Men. With an X Men. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> Weird. Right. Uh, but I just, oh God. Of course, you're referencing Split. Or I'm sorry, twenty uh, three. Oh yeah, no, split. split. You're right. Split. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, then, so it, this happens, you know, they're pretty much say, fuck you, no, fuck you, you're not my dad, and he leaves. Right. And then we cut to Ben Foster. Who does not get much to do in this movie. And he my is, note here is, why isn't Ben Foster a bigger actor? Uh, 
He's, um, he's good in everything he's in. You, he feels to me like one of those actors that does kind of really interesting, almost indie type stuff. <laughs> Hell and or he's High Water. Of, Hell or High Water. Um, Leave No Trace was great. If you ever watched Leave No Trace, uh, it sounds familiar. I'm not guy who it. lives off the grid. He's a he's a he's a vet and he's oh, got a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, it's all right. Um, well, it's it's that magical time. Oof. There she is. P L is peeing. We'll be right back. Ben Foster, Angel, escapes again. Doing he's just like they're going to give him the cure, and I was in this scene because Ben Foster is phenomenal. Yeah, like you he, see, like I don't, I don't want to do this, and, and his dad's like, "It's fine. This is going to happen. I don't care that you're freaking out right now." Sure, dad of the year. Yeah, but when he breaks free and those fucking cheap ass wings pop out, it's like that was an oh, iconic shot from the marketing for this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh look, Angel in his in all of his glory. I mean, in my opinion, Angel didn't really get cool until uh, he became Archangel. Deaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. You know. All right, so um. Now we're back with Mystique. Well, good luck, because we're going to see that all That's in Apocalypse. Right. That's right. Um, so now we see Mystique again. So she has been uh, broken out of her cell in the transport. With she- the worst truck flip. I'm going to go ahead and say in any movie Ever? we're going to oh, watch, okay. it looks so shitty. I clearly must have looked down at that point. I didn't have a note about it. Was it that bad? Yeah. See, she, so they get her free. He, She, of course, kills the guard. She it says, she told said. you so. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, and then another guard that they thought was dead, but obviously did not kill. Yeah. Shoots. And oh, by the way, Rebecca Romaine had already signed up to do something else. And she was contractually obligated to be in this movie. So they, they cut her part they down to this. Her, yeah. So she takes a dart for Magneto. And, and we learned that this cure. Three darts. Oh, is it three? Yeah. She takes the whole. Yeah. He, she takes three to the chest. Got it. Uh, to the back. Isn't mm, she? No, because she pushes him. Oh, the right, right, right. I'm, boom, thinking, boom. I'm sorry. We just watched. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Oh, no. Sorry. It was good. Really? It was good. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Um, uh, yeah, so she transforms back into Rebecca Romaine. Um, we learned that there's also a couple other tra- prisoners on this transport. So we talked about Eric Dane, who's James Maddox, the multiple man. One of my favorite characters. He, he's an interesting character. Um, a juggernaut, which, you know, Ugh. so Vinnie Jones, the actor, I'm a big fan of. He is. Um, he's been in some stuff with Guy Guy Jones, uh, Guy, Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie, uh, Guy Jones. Yeah, Lock, Stock, yeah. and Two Smoking yeah, Barrel, right. uh, uh, Bullethead, so, uh, right? I, yeah. yeah, I guess his part was supposed to be bigger in this movie, but the studio cut it down to <sighs> just being like a guy standing in the background. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so. At the they time, never go into like, the fact that he's Xavier's half brother. Oh, I, I don't think he is in this. I mean, there's there's no reason to believe he is in this. And yeah, I mean, yeah, well, you're you're right. You take or that his well, helmet is the thing that gives him his ma- his it's a it's magically enhanced. It's no, yeah. no, it's the the ruby of Cytoric is that's where he in the it. helmet. No, no. He, if he takes off his helmet, he is not the Juggernaut. No, no, no. The helmet is only there to protect him against. Oh, from Charles psychic blacks. That's psychic, right. You're right. Yeah, he, but it's, yeah, it's like Magneto's helmet. Kind of right, right. It's yeah. a modified the ruby. Of, the ruby of ruby the, gem of Cytoric. Yeah, is, I think gives, is implanted in him, or he, he touched it and it took his powers, or gave him his powers. Uh, at the time, I remember thinking, "Oh, well, at least it's the Juggernaut." Vinnie Jones is physically imposing. The costume is, you know, evokes. The, the feel, but of course, watching it now, I'm like, well, I want the juggernaut. What? No. Listen, it's not a spoiler. Da, Come on. Da. Okay, so there's a 
juggernaut like, the juggernaut is done motherfucker far better in an, in another different movie there how about that how dare you it's i didn't say what movie <laughs> i don't think that's a spoiler listen that movie's came out a few years ago if you uh-huh. haven't seen it shame on you this is while well, you're editing this episode but this is the same thing when you try to give away someone in the marvel universe but it's all but it's not like it's a current movie but we have to treat our no we sl- don't yes no, no we don't treat them wow. like mushrooms keep them in the dark and feed them shit no we don't <laughs> well wait a minute no we are feeding them shit. <laughs> that's right um yeah so you know we got juggernaut eh. um yeah so uh Mystique- and I, I, my favorite part of this is that like jamie madrix is i don't think maddox he, maddox has ever been a bad guy he's part of x factor second second wave of x factor isn't he a guy who has not been averse to benefiting from his powers? Sure. But not like not he's not not, not like evil. hey, we're gonna take over the world. I'm in. I'm like, wait. Sure, sure, sure. There's no more that's gotta happen. Yeah. Um you know what I do like about this movie though, or this scene is, you know, after Mystique loses her power. So this cure works. Mm-hmm. So she transforms back to Rebecca Romaine with a weird wig. I don't like it's because her name is Raven. Oh, is that what? That's oh. the reason. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. That Guess makes... what? She can be named Raven and have blonde hair. Yeah. Oh, she can be named Raven and have the red hair that she has. That's right. Um, she can be Rebecca Romaine. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm. Um, but what I do love about that scene, though, is Magneto drops her like, oh, you're, you're a normal human? You're not uh, part you're, of my crew. You're homo sapien now. Yeah, yeah. You're done. And as they're walking away. That's a shame. She was so beautiful. Which leads me to my theory in yeah. X2. They fucked. I, yeah. I'm not okay with it, but I, I understand your theory. I I, <laughs> I hear you. Um, so now, um, let's see. Beast is briefing the president on the threat. Um, Wolverine standing watch over an unconscious gene. Um, I watched you while you were sleeping. I mean... I was there when you were unconscious. I mean, uh, but yeah, I was like, like he knows there's something wrong with her. And when she's ready to get down and dirty, he's like bone zone time. Like I Logan, do you not see to his credit? He does. He does stop the train as it's rolling down the tracks to be fair. Like he, and then she, (laughs) yeah, she does not do. She does not handle that well. Right. So, um, I remember, uh, Shannon, having problem with the age difference between um Famke Jansen Famke Famke yeah Jansen yep and uh Famke Jansen <laughs> and James Marsden oh, okay right right cuz she's but older I than him, right? think she got this part knowing that eventually they were going to get to Dark Phoenix cuz she's great in this movie she is and so we see both characters in this scene right so she mm-hmm. clearly awakens as Dark Phoenix but becomes like snaps out of Jean. it back to Jean mm-hmm. and foreshadowing asks Wolverine to kill her. Uh huh. He doesn't have the opportunity. He's not inclined to. Doesn't have the opportunity. Phoenix because comes Phoenix back, comes back, smashes in, into a wall, and then literally blows her way out of the clinic. Right, the door goes flying off the hinges, and mm-hmm. she's out. And it's a nice little call. It is a nice callback to um, X Men One. That's oh, the when, same. It's when the same- Wolverine. Wakes up in the yeah. I I kind of wish when he was he touched her arm, she had said that tickles. Mm, yeah, I yeah. kind of wish that had happened. Yeah. Um. So, 
Let's see. Uh, Magneto is going to, again, he's using the cure to galvanize mutants. Sure. They're either going to join him or they're standing against him. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, We see X-Men. So Charles goes to get Jean. So he figures she's back at the Grey Residence. Yeah. Yeah. And Um, who shows up there too? The Brotherhood. And we get this great. This is our first fight. Yeah. We great, you know, call back to the first scene. Charles and Magneto go in alone. Alone. Or together. They go in yeah. together. They and, go in, yeah, yeah, not alone. Right. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so. Did you read the, the notes about uh, Halle Berry with this fight so- sequence? No. That's really her spinning. It's not a. Really? She spun so fast that she threw up. Come on. Oh, <laughs> Poor Halle. Poor Halle. You know, I did have a moment. Was it this? No, it might have been the fight on Alcatraz where I was reminded of Elizabeth Olsen talking about basically like how dumb she felt going on the set, like doing, yes, an age of Ultron when she's doing the, the hand movements. Uh-huh. Um, and uh-huh. I also just saw this week, I just saw a clip of uh, Elizabeth Olsen in a, you know, in a fight scene without the special effects. They're just in the, and of course it looks ridiculous. They, sure. Yeah. That's gotta be, that's gotta be tough to sell. It's gotta be tough. Um, so inside Gene is clearly on the edge and basically Charles and Eric both make their pitches. Right, mm-hmm. Charles is like, we got to you got to control this. Come with me, I can help you. It's the only way. It's, it, it it this couldn't have been more projected as good versus evil sure. if suddenly they had become an angel and a devil on her shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and interestingly, neither one of them is taking like a moral path. It is really almost like, do you have to be something else? Or Eric's perspective is. You know, be who you are, mm-hmm. right? Let your inner self out, right? You mm-hmm. know, it's so it is an interesting kind of twist on that. But, um, you know, spoiler doesn't go well um, for anyone. Involved. For anyone, yeah. Um, out front, uh, Wolverine and Storm decide that they need to get in. Eric has told Juggernaut and the mutants no one gets in, mm-hmm. so we get our first battle. Yeah, right? uh, first nope. super battle. Yeah. No, that's one hundred percent first yeah. battle. Uh, and it's a fun. I mean. The fight scenes are good in this. There's some nice stunt work with, uh, once they actually get into the house, there's a moment where Juggernaut throws Logan through the ceiling and yes. then he comes back through the other side. It's like, that was a pretty good stunt. That yeah. was well done. That was pretty good. Um, you know, the it's a it's a good, again, we get good action scenes. They're using their powers. It's a Jean fun fight. She uses the force. She uses the force. Lifts Charles out of his chair. And right before she, Thanos snaps him uh, on high yeah but she he says don't let it control you and and it's it, it is a the the effects here are wonderful so it's literally so she you know so gene is a telepath and a telekinetic mm-hmm. and essentially she's using like pure force to basically shred him um, <laughs> she, yeah. and she fucking shreds him but and uh of course if you buy talent by talent they bought it patrick stewart is also shit out of it yeah, yeah. Uh, as, even, we re- as we record this, uh, tomorrow is the premiere of Picard. I'm so very what are you excited. doing tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking watching yeah. Picard. Um, but even Eric, you know, his longtime friend and adversary, even Eric has this moment right before he, he realizes what she's going to do, and yeah. he, she sa- he says, "Gene, no." Yeah, right. Yeah, he, it, it's it's a great scene. Mm-hmm. It's a great scene. It may it may well we'll wait till the end. Sure, sure. Um, so. Um, so she Storm? ends up, so Gene, oh, wait, yeah. yeah. Post-Professor Xavier death. Right. Get the fuck out of here with this Wolverine collapsing to the ground, crying, and Storm coming over and 
putting her arms around. None of that. Yeah. None but, of that is their character. Well, you, what, ooh, well, wait. Is 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 Logan crying not because Charles is gone, but because of what he has just seen Gene do? Either way, okay. it would not be. I would rather it have like he pops his claw, starts Kylo renting stuff in the house, and then <laughs> fucking falls to the ground, and that's when Storm hugs him. It's the fact that it's right to I'm gonna cry. Sure, that's not Logan. Okay, Logan. Okay. Even even if Logan is that vulnerable, Logan has so many walls built up to sure. him. He's not gonna get there right away. His reaction. I want rage, rage, the rage, rage, yeah. rage, rage. And at the end of I that, I can't rage anymore. Here's the real kaboom. Sure. I didn't want. I gotta cry. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so Storm delivers Professor X's eulogy at a funeral. Um, uh, back at the school, Kitty Pride is crying. Bobby comes in and comforts her. Um, uh, what's her name? Um, Rogue. Kind of written Sun- out of this movie Sun- as well. Sh- shows She's up. clearly like, doing oh, True right. Blood. Yeah. Oh, Rogue's in this movie, guys. Uh, is she? <laughs> Question yeah. mark. Yeah. Um, so basically, Bobby is all about, uh, hey, how's that shadow cat doing? Um, yeah. They go outside. They're skating on the on the fountain. He's turned into ice. Uh, Gene and Magneto go back and forth. Um, and again, he's reinforcing this idea that he really wants her to be what she is, as nature intended. And he's really looking for a weapon. I mean, at this point, she represents a weapon for in his battle. And a nice moment here when uh, Pyro... Would have killed the professor if he'd given me the chance. Charles Xavier did more for mutants than you'll ever know. My single greatest regret is that he had to die for our dream to live. It's yeah. a really nice it, moment for Magneto. So it's not even like it, it's not even like the script is poorly written. It's well written. I think the problem is the story they're telling and the direction. Is bad. My next note is when Logan tries to leave and everyone stops him. I wrote the the direction of the scene is mind boggling. Of what everyone's doing. I don't understand sure. what anyone's motivation, direction mm-hmm. at, at its base level. It's frustrating. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Because it. it's it, it's not a bad script. It's an okay script. It's the way it's directed. It's the way that Brett Ratner decided he's going to make his own X-Men movie instead of following, <laughs> finishing out the trilogy. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, it's just yeah. This should be a better movie. It should be a better movie. Um, so Rogue is gone. Wolverine leaves. I mean, you're right. It's this kind of general conflict, right? Yeah. So we could just, we could skip to Alcatraz. Yeah. So Magneto lifts the fucking Golden Gate Bridge and they yes. attack Alcatraz. Right. So Wolverine. So now we get the last six X Men. Right. So we've got Wolverine, Storm, Beast. Iceman, Shadowcat, and Colossus. Colossus, who might as well be like a set piece, because even when we get to the Battle of Alcatraz, he, he does doesn't. Nothing. He does nothing, and I don't know. Is that because they didn't have the budget? Oh no, he's wearing a suit. He's wearing a suit. I saw that, but yeah. he's wearing a suit. Then that they they uh, did after they did post production effects on right a little bit, but not a whole lot. So, and I think that's why they just well, that's then so, then don't then, then don't include then don't include because they're also ignoring in the comics. Colossus, you know, Peter and Kitty had a long running romance. So sure. the whole Bobby now kind of dropping Rogue and sweet talking Kitty, you know, again. So if you're going to do that, fine. Then don't have Colossus in it. 
Sure. And you don't need, arguably, you don't need him because he doesn't do anything. I feel like they. No, we him. will get a better Colossus in oh, Deadpool. In Deadpool, in both Deadpools. That is, yeah. I mean, That's one of Colossus's first, I don't know if it was his first appearance or he was talking about when he he realized he had mutant abilities. You ever read this? When he was still living in Russia uh, and he went to go save his sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the really runaway yeah. tractor. Mm-hmm. And he That's was gonna, X Men Giant Size Number One. Is it with in the that, new, with the new with with the new team? Yeah, when he's gonna, uh, you know, turn and just he goes, ah, oh, but they need that for their field. Oh, that he has that, a moment of so oh that, god. That's I, probably a that's probably a revision or a later retelling of the original story. So because I remember and that, that is Colossus to a T. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to save my sister, but if I break that tractor, my next door neighbors won't be able the to. The collective good. Yeah, right. God. Yeah. Yeah, that's wh- and that's when uh, during Executioner's song, when uh, when Colossus turned evil for a bit. Oh, I it was yeah. it was rough. Yeah, it was it really I, hit you because you're he like he was one of my favorite X Men. You're now they made him evil and then he wore a purple cape and I was like, all right, now we're going a little too far. <laughs> Did he twirl a steel mustache? No, he had a purple yeah. cape because he probably looked at Magneto and was like, so uh, <laughs> you got any more of those capes? Little, yeah, little purple capes. Uh, yeah, so let's jump then to the end. Um. So, uh, again, so here, I think because Brett Ratner wanted the visual mm-hmm. of the Golden Grape, which, to be fair, to be fair, look, New York has a lot of bridges. Mm-hmm. Pick up one of those, drop it on Ellis Island, right? But the Golden Gate, when, when Sh- Hollywood thinks bridges, they think, Golden they Gate, think the sure. Golden Gate. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, the problem with this yeah. is that twice in this movie, think, think of Lord of the Rings. Yep. Think of all the amazing... Non-verbal acting that Ian McKellen does. He's a phenomenal actor. Sure. For some reason, in this movie, they're like, "Well, we got to give him dialogue because <laughs> no one's going to understand what he's trying to say." Yeah. So he sends out the first wave of people, and Pyro's going to go, and he says, "Not yet." And then those <laughs> guys get eviscerated, and he turns and looks at him and gives him a look, and then decides then says, to say, "This is why the palms." I'm like, "You're no." no. No, no, we got that from the look sure. you gave us. You, that he, that actor does not need any. He doesn't need any dialogue oh, there. He's so he, good. He's got it. Let him do it. Right. Yeah, he's got it. And, it, and yeah. I'll get to the second one when we get to it. Sure. But it, oh god. So this battle, the battle, battle of Alcatraz, is a wonderful battle. Um, the, the, so Wolverine and Beast look great. Mm-hmm. The whole Storm versus Callisto again, call back cool. to the comics, is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, I like when uh, Beast quotes Churchill, but yeah. just runs out of energy to do it. <laughs> uh, you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we get. Uh, what was their plan? What was the plan here? The Brotherhood to kill Leech? I think so. How? Well, I think the idea was. I think the idea is that they're going to kill him to eliminate the source of the cure. But how are they going to kill him if everyone's? Are they just going to beat him to death? Oh, I don't because know. Because when everyone gets close mm. to him, their powers go away. So here's the thing. We have no reason to believe that they understand what his powers are. Oh, they know that true. the substance is created from this mutant, mm-hmm. but they we have I no mean, reason to think. In the same way that Beast is surprised when he walks right, up to that's him. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I mean, re- realistically, um, Magneto could just crush the, the whole entire. Building. Sure. Yeah. And sure. Except you don't see a body, right? Like. You know, you want to see the body. You want to make sure. Arguably, mm-hmm. you want to bring the body with you so that they can't even they can't like, terminate it. Yeah. And, yeah. And or find a way. or yeah. F- you know, f- you know, get the substance out of his pineal yeah. gland. And yeah, yeah. Um, 
so we got the Juggernaut versus Shadowcat, which is a which is a a fun idea for the fight, right? So Shadowcat can can phase, can run through walls. Mm-hmm. Juggernaut can also run through walls by literally <laughs> very running way. through walls. Um, we get. Don't you know who I am? I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Which, which do you know laughed. where that comes from? No. Oh, the old X Men cartoon. Oh, someone what? went through and dubbed all the episodes, and it was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna do it!" And, and every time the Juggernaut showed up, it was, "Oh, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch! I'm gonna get you! I'm gonna get you, bitch!" And that's where it comes from. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. So, like, I mean, and I, I didn't know that watching the movie. So when he goes, "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch!" I went, "Ew, that's, gross!" I rem- that's a child. I remember <laughs> laughing. I remember laughing. Mm, I never. I've never laughed. I. You know what I laugh at more? I'm the wrong guy to play hide and seek with. Who's hiding, dickhead? Yeah, that is funny. That is funny. <laughs> Just the way that she says dickhead is yeah. beautiful. You know, uh, Kitty Pride. so Shadowcat here, originally originally Sprite, and then mm-hmm. Pixie, and then Shadowcat, um, you know, becomes an, a more interesting and intelligent character, kind of in the way that Sue Storm goes from being the invisible girl once she becomes Shadow woman. Cat and gets Lockheed. Yeah, yeah she's mm. yeah, she's a better yes, yeah. Can we get Lockheed? Can we get Lockheed? Yeah. Not Lockjaw like I called it the last time. Did did you? I didn't sure. Hear that. I mean, we got a Lockjaw in yeah. a terrible TV show, but but Lockheed. Lockheed, just, yeah. A little little purple dragon. Little purple dragon. What does Lockheed have powers? Uh, he, he can just, he's well he's a dragon, but he can breathe fire. Sure. And he's, he's a dragon. Fly. Yeah, he's literally a dragon, but he's just the size of a cat. <laughs> So adorable. Uh, except at one point, there's a storyline. Yeah. He comes when they come back from somewhere. Yeah, some it's, was sort it, of was time she in Secret ha- World, Secret Wars, the first Secret Wars? Was it there? Wasn't everybody? No. Oh no, no. Oh, everybody. That's right. You're right. It was only a yeah. handful of. Yeah, I don't. Earth's it wasn't, mightiest here. No, yeah, it was. That's totally so, a different. Something thing. different. Um, so what else happens? Uh, uh, Storm doesn't. She has a ample opportunity to say her favorite line, and she doesn't. She doesn't. Thank God. Do you know what happens to this mutant when they get <laughs> struck by lightning? Same thing that happens to everyone else. Um, Did you catch when he, when she does get electrocuted that her little uh, yeah her her piercing uh, glows <laughs> orange yeah, fight. yeah again. Oh. Um, you know so ain't... she's dead right. So uh, body count for Storm is at least I don't think two. So. I don't think so I think. If that, if enough electricity is going through her body to heat up her stainless well, Cal- steel, Callisto has super strength and a limited regeneration factor, so maybe she's just not. In out. this movie, that's never said. The uh, only things that she has in this are speed, and she's you're right. human cerebro. That's fair. That's I true. think she straight up murders. You, straight up murder, murders another her? person. Wouldn't it have been cool at the end of this movie if if Storm had again? Look, you're pulling from this uh, this kind of like. Um, transitional, this transformational event in Storm's past, I would have loved it at the end if she was like, like, be, it would have been so much better because she chastises Wolverine in the beginning. Sure. Right? If she was like, look, w- we, you know, we've got to be prepared for what's coming at us. You know, I'm a warrior and she walks out with a mohawk, that would have been badass. <coughs> that would have been cool. Um, any mention of her claustrophobia would have been great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember if they touch on that in, in Apocalypse. We'll get there there soon enough. Um, Angel comes back. You know, they give him something to do. He rescues his father, right? Like Yahoo. Okay. Yeah. Again, doesn't add much. It, it was like the Caesar's like, look, we spent a lot of money on these wings. He's yeah, got to show up again in this right. movie. 
He's a handsome leading man. Yeah, right. Um, let's see. So Magneto finally enters the battle, right? Um, and he's throwing cars that Pyro is igniting. This is like a you know a, 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 an attack that the defenders are not ready for. Everyone takes cover. Bobby to the rescue. Bobby to the rescue. Bobby versus Storm or Bobby versus Pyro that they've been building for. Uh-huh. You know, right? Um, we see that. Oh no, we get it in the. This is not the first time he transforms into Ice Person, is it? I, th- never, I feel like we did. Never does it in uh, X two. Okay, all right. I thought and he he's did. this big in uh, in for in X Men. No, he's got. I no, feel he like he have does more transform. To, he doesn't transform. He doesn't. X-Men okay. One. No. All right, but it, you know the com- but that's the big thing. Like, sure, he's about to be enveloped by the fire, and he he does the ice form for the first time. He suits up. And we went, and, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, let's see what else. Uh, st- then okay, so Storm calls in the fog. <laughs> fucking for no lame, right? John Carpenter was like, "You're welcome." That's right. That's right. Uh, then we get the Emperor only re- Palpatine level of destruction from. I mean, when she turns full Dark Phoenix, she oh, looks I, oh, like bef- fucking Palpatine. I, I was saying before that. Oh, so I'm bef- sorry. well, before that, look. If you're gonna get Colossus, if you if you got Colossus in the movie. He better give us the fastball special. Well, he did it once in the danger room. He did yeah. it once in the danger room. So we get it room. twice. So we get it twice, once for real here. Um, and of course, while Wolverine goes flying, claws out at Magneto, Magneto sees him coming. He stops him. He goes, you know, basically sliding <laughs> in the dirt up to him. You never learn, do you? Actually, I do. And Beast flies in, slaps him with an entire four darts. Yeah. yeah I. And like Ian McKellen is giving an amazing performance this moment, but let's not ignore Kelsey Grammer's. He does it, then he looks at it, and he is so disgusted that it has come to this. Yeah, that he's taken away another mutant's powers. Sure. That he throws it down. I'm like, good job, yeah. Kelsey. Way to act in the background, yeah. buddy. Under to your as you said, under all that makeup. Yeah, it, it, and like it is like he slams it in, and the look that he gives that cartridge after he does this, like fuck this. That's right. It's so good. So Magneto has has lost his powers. Sure. The only threat on the field now is Phoenix. And she, yeah. And, and Wolverine connects to her, right? So he makes the appeal to Jean. Mm-hmm. And Jean comes reappears, through. right? Um, until <laughs> those damned uh, soldiers, right? Like, mm-hmm. why is it, you know, can't you just, you know, can you just let a, a non-aggressive solution take? No, no, nope, no. Nope. Better fire a thousand rounds at her, which of she course she knows it. Yeah, she totally knows it. Um, and now you know Wolverine knows what has to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So she, as this power is spinning out of control, Kid Omega and a couple of the other bad guys, along with soldiers, are being ripped to pieces. She's in the in. Oh, we skipped my favorite Kid Omega moment with oh, Rao. Yeah, it was hugs are yeah. like Shh. it was a little bit <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he's a psycho. So when he when he dusts, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But then in a second we see a soldier dust and mm-hmm. it's it's clear that Gene has to be stopped. And somewhere on Titan, Thanos goes, That's not a bad That's idea. That's not a bad idea. Um so this is a phenomenal scene. Yeah. I'm not gonna go with phenomenal. It's good. Hugh Jackman. His, when he his is walking forward, yeah, that that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. and it you see the adamantium layer. Yeah, and that's his, cool. And his acting in it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, just because he regenerates, and his "I love you" is. Oh, uh, it's it's, it's it, it, 
It's that's, a highlight. That's the moment. That's yeah. the moment of the movie. Yeah. Again, if you got talent, use it. That's right. And Unfortunately, during all this, when the Brotherhood leave, yeah, and Magneto looks back and gives the "What have I done?" look on his face, and then Brett Ratner for some reason didn't think that was good enough and made Ian McKellen say. What have I done? That's I went, right. No, no. He just we we knew it. We he knew just it. showed. Yeah. So was there some sort of thing in McKellen's contract that he had to have a certain number of lines? He had to and be. And they cap- got to this scene and they went, Captain Obvious. Shit. Yeah. So Wolverine is able to force his way right up to Jean, and you would die for them. No, not for them. For you. He's almost like genuinely surprised that she would ask that question. For you. Save me. Of course, he moves in, embraces her, and... I love you. Sniffs. Is it one or two? This is something I've, I've argued with you. Oh, I... Is it both hands, or is it just... Does he just need to do one? I think it was just one. And her, because I felt like he, I felt like he held her. I thought mm-hmm. it was a no, hold. He was, he was back because she was oh. holding him. Oh, may- and then he, it looks like it's both. I don't think so because he, when he fights um, Spike, the guy that extrudes the bony mm-hmm. chips, when he kills that guy, it's both. Mm-hmm. So I, that feels like I wouldn't, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do both there as well because that's his like. That's his headshot. That, yeah, yeah, and that's <laughs> that's sure not dead. what he's that's crisscross all for their Jean. internal organs. For, for Jean, I feel like it's it maybe it might have even been like literally one claw into her heart. Like no, what, it's 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 around no, here. No, but what I'm saying yeah. is like he's not like making her a pincushion. He is ki- he's killing, killing her, her as, humane as, as humanely as he can. And when she has that smile right before oh. she dies. Yeah. Of it, it's it's uh it's Monster Squad all over again. When the Wolfman gets shot and, yes. and it's the human, thank he goes, you. "Thank you." And you're like, yeah. well, "I wasn't expecting to feel these emotions in this dumb movie." Right. So in the comics, um, Gene triggers a Cree cannon, right, and the moon, right, like, and kills herself. But it's that same, like the this the scene the scene works for me. I mean, what we're supposed to feel. It's because, not the, and I think it's because of Famke and Hugh being such good actors. Sure, sure. The but, movie that they but, are in is terrible. But the 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 scene that scene is a good scene. Mm-hmm. For, like forget the the other stuff around it. it and I think it's just a good scene based on the writing, the dialogue, yeah, the actors. That Brett scene, Ratner had about where nothing that conne- to do with. Forget about where group. that connects to the larger story. Sure, that scene is powerful and it uh-huh. works. So. That's it. The end. So, so G- now we Gene's see dead. the We get the, the the school is reformed. A bunch of kids are there. Magneto got away, and now he's playing, playing chess, chess in Central Park. Uh, well, sure. Let's sure. say Central Park. And he puts his hand out to a metal chess piece, and right before now, it goes to black, is that that's a queen, right, or yeah. is that the king? Uh. Mm. You know, there's some traditional design. I feel like that was a queen. I think so too. But it's a black king, queen. Uh, it's not a white. Uh, sure. Are you trying to go with? No, I wasn't looking at the color of the piece, but I was trying to look at was it a king or a queen? It had. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I, and I, you know what? No, I don't care. So, pe- yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So they uh, that happens, and right when we see it just wiggle a little, cuts to credits and movie. movie. Except there's an end credit scene. I did not stick around to watch oh, it. Oh, buddy. Damn it. Oh, so was remember that the-, the guy that was in the coma... And Charles said, what if we put someone's psyche in there? Oh, no. Myra's working on that guy, turns around, and then you hear, and then that guy sits up out of focus. I think it's Patrick Stewart that plays him with some prosthetics Mm -hmm. both times. Yeah. That's why we never really get a good look at him. Yeah. He sits up and says, Moira. And she turns around and says, Charles? Fade to black. Now, movie. movie. All right. So, Casey was a movie. Oh, yeah, it was. It that should have been a better movie. Oh, for so many reasons. They should have scrapped. They should well, have scrapped. They, they, you know what? Just give us the Dark Phoenix. Story. No forming of the new new X-Men. brotherhood. Yep. No forming of the new brotherhood. Yep. Take out fucking Callisto and uh, uh, Quill. Kick, hit Just Omega. because you got more Easter eggs in doesn't make it a better movie. Yeah, that's you fair. Hit it right on the head. Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, hey, Todd. Yeah. Who is your MVP? Well, I mean, uh, you know, honestly, there's so many performers doing really good stuff here. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I, I'm we're Hugh Jackman fans. Sure. Charles uh, Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen. I, I think Famke does a solid job giving us phoenix and gene gray mm-hmm. i mean i could be i could be good with any of those the fault with this movie is not the actors no 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 uh, who's maybe, yours? maybe some of the direction sure for those actors but it's it like what i was saying of them being pissy yeah is very clearly not their choice it was brett ratner being like be more angsty right yeah. do these lines of coke over here <laughs> who's, uh, who's I, your mvp I, I, i'm gonna say it's it's famka Okay. Yeah. That's Without totally fair. her performance, yeah. this movie goes down sure. pretty far, pretty quick. Yep. That's fair. I mean, it's already going to be pretty low. Who is your favorite character? Uh, Beast. I was thinking that too. He was an unexpected Kelsey Grammer pleasure. Does a yeah. Great job in this movie. You know, he was everything that Nightcrawler wasn't mm-hmm. in the last movie. You know, mm-hmm. like he the look was spot on. They mm-hmm. got his powers right, but it works here. Nightcrawler kind of eh, not so much in the last one. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a little wishy washy on, yeah. on yeah. yeah, this is this is Hank McCoy Beast Sure founding member of the X. Smart Beast, but don't fuck with him. And like, this is the yeah. only movie that we get all the founding members in. Yeah, you're right. This yeah. is it. Yeah. They're, they're never in this combination again. Cyclops, Marvel Girl. Oh wait. Maybe an apocalypse? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> or I guess we're no, I, I don't movies. think Iceman yeah. is in Apocalypse. So. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'd go with Beast. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was great. Mm-hmm. What's the best scene for you? It's it's the end. It's Wolverine and and Gene doing what he has to do oh. again. Okay. Fo- you know, call back to that. If you haven't found it, you can actually find it online. Somebody put it up on Imgur. Um, that link I sent oh, you. Oh yeah, like, we should you, link that out when we this episode. I, I will. Somebody could take it down, but uh, it's 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 really good, and it's it's, it's a 
phenomenal story and it's told in about 10 pages and mm-hmm. it's a great story it's uh so again you're looking for ultimate x-men volume one number 41 which came out in march of 2004 the story is new mutants part two um what's your scene the second time they go to the gray house oh when we lose charles yeah, yeah that's a, yeah that's, that's a, a great scene, scene. Yeah, yeah except for the ending <laughs> got it yeah um casey what is one scene you would cut so i wouldn't cut a scene Yes. Oh, yes. You referenced this earlier. I would cut a character. Okay. Angel. Oh, yeah. He's fucking pointless. It's a waste of Ben Foster. Entirely. Ben Foster fair. is a better actor than this movie lets him be. There's no reason. He. There's no reason. No reason I for mean, him to be there. He's at a. All. He's a. He's a prop essentially, right? You he's know? there for what reason? To save his dad? Well, his dad doesn't even need to be in this movie. It, it his could dad be, doesn't. Right. It could be Trask. It, it could, could be. It could be Stryker from. You know, I mean, for like, fuck's sake, you know, it's, be, it's, yeah. Take your pick of people who want mutants gone from the world. You know that is. You know that's another I think underlying problem with this. This story, not the Dark Phoenix, but the Cure storyline, mm-hmm. is, in my opinion, too close to work well to the mutant control plot for right. X2. They're mm-hmm. they're different plots, but they're so close so, that they, yeah. they you know, it's, it feels like we're co- maybe that's what one of my problems is. It feels like we're covering the same themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah. Hey, who's the actor having the most fun? Oh wait, did you say what scene you would cut? Yeah, yeah, I did. You did? Oh no. Yeah, you you would cut Angel. Yeah, and what yeah, would oh, you what cut? Would, oh, what would I cut? Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I would go through and I, I would cut I would either cut the Dark Phoenix or the Cure storyline, and I think okay. based on the similarities to X two, you cut. The I cure. would get rid of the Cure. Sure, make it dark. Make it a Dark Phoenix movie. Well, unfortunately, they try to do that. Well, in four movies, wh- which it, again, hmm. you know, I'm not a fan of. Now Marvel's getting some criticism lately for some choices that, you know, as a production house to work with and stuff, but I think in terms of telling stories and letting the stories speak for themselves, I think you have to point to the success of the Infinity Saga to show what that is. Look, I, I don't think Fox Studios comes off good in this telling. And then if we think about Fantastic Four and mm-hmm. everything we heard about that, again, it, everything, every way that, D, that Warner Brothers has fucked up the DC movies, for just, the most part, just yeah. because you're running a commercial enterprise of a movie studio, production company doesn't mean that you're able to tell good stories you're going to do, do good creative things and when and that's got to be the centerpiece you have sure. to tell great stories and i think dc's dc warner brothers is figuring, figuring it, it out. out birds of prey looks fucking phenomenal wonder woman both the the original of course was awesome the wonder woman one, 87 80, 84 looks great 84? 84 84 you're right uh looks phenomenal oh god it's like um, so good. birds of prey looks great shazam obviously was great so yeah I shazam's mean, Two supposed to start filming pretty soon. <gasps> okay. Zachary Levi. Yay. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, actor who, having the most who fun. Who was the actor having the most fun for you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, could it be Kelsey Grammer? It's Kelsey Grammer yeah. for me. So, yeah. 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 Even with all that makeup on, he's having a fun. I mean, Huh. He, he's, he's really, really good. I was about to give a spoiler, but I won't. Okay, he's uh, doing some. Oh, wait, is that him doing you, some wire work? Yeah, yeah. Like, have I you mean, seen Days of Future Past? Yeah, I w- yes, I'm. He's in it. Oh right, yeah, yeah. He comes. He back. comes back because he loved the character so much. Yeah. He's like, Oh, you need me for one scene? Yeah, I'll, I'll come. 
cut that all. Yeah. But but you know sure. what I mean? Like no, yeah, I can say yeah, he okay. says he says yep. that it is his favorite he, role. Isn't isn't he in Deadpool too? No, that's Nicholas is Holt. That, got it. That's, okay, that's Nicholas that's Holt. That's Young all Beast. That. I got yeah. it. Okay. Um, all right, Todd. Yeah. What's our IMDb score? Six point seven out of ten. Okay. Oof. Well. Uh, that, yeah. No. Much lower for me. Uh, I mean, six point seven. Six point seven. It passes, and I don't want it to pass. Uh, I mean, there's there's goods. The problem is like the the sum is worse than the parts. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Like there's good stuff happening here, but it just does not come it, together. But it doesn't. Uh, it, it it doesn't. Eh, six point seven is. I'm totally fine with that. I'm gonna go five point four. Okay. One point three lower. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. That's, that's how fair. bad it. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, this this should have been a better movie. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Dad's breakdown. The angel in the beginning part would shy me away from showing this to Sabine for quite some time. I yeah. So I think that depends on the kid. I will say. I mean, it's we. You see the blood in the stumps, but it's it's quick. They don't linger on it. Um, so if your kid's okay with that, then yeah, it's okay. And I think there's a lot of things that kids would like visually it's a it's a it's a really good movie the effects look good the action sequences are fun um there's a lot to like there you got some slips still in the yeah they're probably mcu slips you motherfucker trying to don't be shorting us on our mcu slips yeah all right holy cow okay so casey is preparing thor's helmet did i pull this monstrosity i sure did yeah Yes. Okay. So we just did a little bit of a revision to get some. Why don't you do, uh, Bob? And now it's time to pick the next movie from Thor's Helmet. Thanks, Bob. Why don't you mix that up a little if you want? Don't look. Why? I'm, don't you I'm f- not pulling them. Don't you fucking look and put MCU at the top. That, that was that was not what I was putting at the top. Mm. There was a DCEU right at the top. Oh, you, <laughs> even worse. How dare you? We All just right. sat through a bad movie. That's right. Okay. So Casey. You know, we're we're well into a number of franchises. Are we going to go back into a franchise, or are we taking a fresh look at something? Let's see. I'm going to reach way down here. Okay. Oh, there was a lot of words on it. It's not MCU. Damn it. Oh, no. Fuck. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. oh it's bad. Oh. oh, he's holding his head. Oh, no. What are we watching? Punisher Warzone. Oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do the Brad Dad's breakdown now. No, <laughs> I have never seen this movie because uh, I hear it is just. So here's the problem: I started watching this movie and it was so bad. I I don't think I got 15 minutes into it. Why am I putting it back in yeah, the helmet? Don't put it back in the helmet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, okay let's, let's watch, watch a trailer. The trailer. This isn't like any procedure that we've ever done before. Well, that's why I'm here, Doc. Your facial muscles, tendons, bone structure, everything. It was destroyed. Evil has many faces. You look fantastic, brother. Yes. Darkness has many allies. This deal is going down tonight. Raise your army! But there is only one who punishes them all. This is just the beginning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
Let's play a game. Gotta be with you, Frank. Sometimes I'd like to get my hands on God. FBI, drop your weapon! You're fighting a war. start with a let's start with the positive yes it's directed by a, a female we're not going to get a whole lot of that in on this podcast sadly this is lexi alexander who, would would i be familiar with her she did a couple episodes of agents of shield uh fuck, she did something else that yes you would be familiar with okay wait um, is it lexi alexander oh no hold on i will tell you one moment for the trailer and uh tsphc army um that trailer was more made it feel like the movie was going to be called Jigsaw, not Punisher. <laughs> Spent way more time on, Pun- on Jigsaw than it did on Punisher. And if you watch this trailer, not just listen to it, the title card says Warzone Punisher, not Punisher Warzone. And finally, the trifecta of shit for just the trailer for this movie. Did you see where you can find all your information about uh, Punisher Warzone? No. Break.com backslash Punisher. What's break.com? I'm not familiar. <laughs> it was just it's a, a shit shitty, website. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was Le- Lexi Alexander okay. was the director. Yeah, good call. Um, yeah, what so. What has she done? Um, great question. I just closed that tab. One moment. <laughs> of course you did. Of course I did. Lexi Alexander. Uh, Punisher Warzone. Green Street. Johnny Flinton. Lifted foolproof. So nothing that I'm familiar with. She was a karate and kickboxing champion. Sure. Okay. She directed um, something else. She's a stunt art filmmaker. Um, film, Boy Meets World. That's TV, I'm guessing. Executive Target, Picture Perfect, Foolproof, Johnny Flinton, Green, Se- Green Street Hooligans, mm-hmm. Real Man, uh, Punisher Warzone, Green Street Hooligans 2, Lifted, then TV, Boy Meets World. Oh, Arrow, Supergirl. That's it. She directed Mary- Beyond Redemption. The TV... An episode of the TV show of Taken, How to Get Away with Murder, SWAT, Ellie's Finest. Yeah. Stunt work, 1997's Batman and Robin. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. So, uh, what's the... Oh, she, am- played, she, played the she played Katana on the Mortal Kombat live tour in 95 and 96. <laughs> All good, right. Good for, good for her. her. <laughs> yeah. What's the... IMDb score. IMDb score is 5.9. Goo. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yikes. Oh, God. Okay. All right. So that was a movie. That was a movie. And we're going to watch another bad movie. Yeah. Suddenly we are becoming the bad movie podcast. I don't like it. I feel like we had a streak of a lot of good movies, so we got to clear out some of the shit now. (sighs) Okay. Well, listen, that's, that's, we, I, we are not straying from our, from our random pull. Nope. That's how we. That's how we're gonna. That's how. That's how our fathers did it. That's how we're, we're now. I don't know where we're going. Um, yeah. So hey, Casey. Hey. That was Todd, a movie. Where can people find you on social media? Should they wish to find you, and should you wish to be found? Sure. Check out my blog tmpinsyr.com mm-hmm. or Instagram or Twitter with the handle at tmp 
in SYR. Yeah. Casey, where can you be found on said interwebs? Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at not Ryan Casey. On Instagram, not dot Ryan Casey. Remember when this episode comes out, retweet us, uh, regram us. Can you do that? I don't know. Can you? And yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, and like it, interact with us however you figure can. Figure out a way for us to know that you shared this episode and you will be entered in for the drawing. Yeah, for uh, our buddy Gene's uh, beautiful piece of artwork. Hey, also, um, the algorithm I can look at who, how people are listening. We got a lot of iOS listeners out there and a lot of Apple Podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. Do us a favor, go on to Apple Podcast, write a review. And also, as part of your New Year's resolution, <laughs> tell a friend about tell this podcast. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's Thank all you. we're asking for. Nothing much. That's it. Uh, you can also oh. email us at superpodherocast at gmail.com because... Only Cap writes letters. Tony. Um, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash superpodherocast. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in kicking in a couple of bucks, helping keep the light on, unlock some bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash tsphc. Mm-hmm. And uh, see the good stuff we're doing over there. Yeah. Music for the episode is provided to us by Kevin McLeod. Uh, he puts out a variety of music that's available free to use at his website, which is incompetech.com. We took the ch- we took the song "Take a Chance" as our theme song. Yeah. So, Todd, that was a movie. That was a movie. All right. So that'll do it for the Superpod HeroCast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. And I've been your moderator, Bob Brown. Be heroic. All right. Sorry you had to watch this terrible movie. Here's a giveaway. That's right. That's right. Okay. I, I heard a what loon. What happened? A what? A loon? Is your, does your phone oh. make a loon noise? No, I don't Oh, think God. So. Have I gone crazy? Maybe. <laughs> We're a fucking mess tonight. Yeah, we're a mess. Uh, all right. Power! Unlimited. Unlimited power!